Yo, what's poppin'? It's your man, Dean Edwards. And you know what? We we had so much fun last week. We said we gonna do it again, man. Got my man, Big J Okerson, in the building. Got my man, Big Mike. Big J, um, you know, we we spoke a lot about, uh, you know, uh, you know, Tracy Morgan. And we, and we wound up sidetracking last week. So I guess we we had to get into it again, man. So, um, yo, you know. We're back in the building. Check out Jay's uh, Legion of Skanks podcast. Make sure you you uh, catch him anytime you see he's performing in your town, your city, your area. Make sure you go check him out. You can check me out. Um, Dean Edwards this is the Father Market Protocol. If you didn't know, you, you, you're now here. Make sure you subscribe, like, comment. Make sure you demand me in your town, man. If, if, if you haven't seen me in your town at your club, at your local Chuckle Hut, Funny Bone, uh, uh, improv. Make sure you you email, you call that club, you tell them, yo, Dean Edwards needs to come, man. He hasn't been here in about 11, 12 months. We want him back here. Get him in here now. Believe that, son. This is the Father Monkey Protocol. You better recognize, make it your protocol to bring me to your town. And, uh, so it's kind of funny, but still, but people get respect because at the end of the day, the art does speak for itself, which is important. Yeah, I, I was, what I, my original point bringing up the, the Source Awards was uh, Method Man. That was the summer that Bring the Pain was like, the, it was the banger. And I remember watching this dude. I was like, and as, as a... He performed it there? Oh, dude, he, he did more than performing. I mean, he, he, he went in the audience... You, he went in the audience and stood on somebody's chair and people were, if I'm not not mistaken, people, I remember someone like holding his legs to make sure he, because he just, he went so there, energy, man. Yeah. And, and I was like, that's, it, as a, that, that's when I was pretty much like, all right, you know, and I'm going to focus more on, on comedy and less on writing rhymes. Right. And I still was writing, but I was like, I was like, that, that made me say, I want to be that type of comic where you just, Captivate the regardless of East West beef that was brewing, everybody. Oh, you had MC8, uh, and, and uh, a lot of people don't even remember MC8 and, and DJ Quick were beefing. Oh, and, no, I didn't remember. Yeah, they were beefing, and, and, Both and West I remember, Coast. yeah, and and uh, Quick um had a performance. Oh, wasn't say actually West wasn't at the same time West Side Connection and uh and Cypress Hill were also having a huge There's a lot of yeah. internal West yeah, Coast, man. Shit happening. yeah, and, and uh, well, because it was a I think it was a Crip Blood thing too. So sure, yeah. I remember um, um, uh, MC8 was up, up front, um, and and DJ Quick, <clears throat> he was rhyming, and then he saw MC8's crew, and he went over and started rhyming and pointing to them. So MC8 and his crew stood up and were pointing back, like "Yup, we right here." And I was like, "Yo, this is what happened," and, and it was it was it was awkward because watching. People on stage, uh, like I remember, I think Flavor Flav came out with Faith Evans, and it was a transition because you know Flav was like the fun court jester, sure, sure, sure. but he could even sense, yo, this this is, this is serious. Yeah, what's what's going on? This is, is hip hop, you know. Um, yeah, man, it was it was it was uh, it was, a, and I remember leaving and, and call it up, Tracy, and call it. I was like, yo, I, and I was like, yo, I went to Source Awards and should night. Uh, called out Puffy because then Puffy said, "Yeah, I was um I was the executive Puffy's producer. Trying to, trying to like he was trying, Puffy was trying to take the high Pretty road. Adult man, yeah. He was, he was being adult about it. And he was like, you know, um, I'm the producer. He was talking uh, about that it. that he was talking about, but uh, it's it's all love from Bad Boy to the West Coast, you know. And, and uh, then Snoop, 
even later on came on. He was like, well, now that it's officially uh, one love, you know, now we can get on with, the, you know, but it, it was just, it was a weird time. And music, music has shit. Like, the, the, lyrically, and I don't like putting it on anybody, but sometimes, you know, uh, what's the dude? Malcolm Gladwell wrote, like, The Outliers and The Tipping Point. Sometimes, you know, people just decide that's what we're going to run with. And uh, T.T. Boy, as he was formerly known, but who became 2 Chains. Uh, oh, is that really? 2 Chains sort of came. His first name was... He used to be go, he used to go by uh, TT Boy, if I'm not mistaken. That's hilarious. You know what's the name of a, a male porn star yeah. from like there was like the is that maybe, what he's he got it from there? I don't yes. know where. So I didn't. I didn't. I was in a big. Uh, I think he got AIDS. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think Jeez. I think I got AIDS. The porn star, yeah, not the, porn the rapper. Um, I don't know anything about Two Chain. But uh, Two Chain rhymes rap- like that. Like like is he the good? way like, is he what is he good. Listen, man. Really, I, I'm, 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 I'm saying, but no, I lyrically, you. no. I, he's a, them, you're not listening to just two chains. Uh, if if you turn if you turn on a song called "All I Want for My Birthday Is a Big Booty," you know, you're like, I, right, I'm not getting lyrical uh, prowess presented. But his cadence, that that whole because um, dude does Juicy J sort of does it on that. Like that. After after Two Chain came out came out, he became the dude everybody wanted on this song. And I remember at one point saying, "Wait, Jay Z is rapping like that on that song, and Kanye's rapping on that like on that song." And then everybody starts following. Rappers have actually become a lot of followers. People still will set their well, you know trends, but a lot of cats follow follow those trends. You know, it might have been Dave Smith who said this, and you should have him on your show yeah, and have a yeah. conversation because Dave. Loves rap. Right. He really grew up like way in the rap in Brooklyn. Right. White, white kid in Brooklyn. Right, that was right, right. Way But uh, I he's think... he's like the the Joe Ves- Joe Vesey the basketball uh, <laughs> in hip hop. But it's it's interesting. But he pointed out, and I was like, he said, you know, he blames for like the the quality of rap taking a, a shit major, and he and he's right when he said it. He goes Jay Z. Uh-huh. He goes when he said when when uh, when Jay Z or uh, when, I think when, I know when, what when Biggie and Tupac died. Uh-huh. It was pretty much left solely in his hands, and he could have done whatever he wanted with it, and he wanted to become a billionaire. Mm-hmm. Like he had nothing to do with it. Oh, like, and, and I was saying before, he goes, he himself is extremely talented, right. but he opened the floodgate for it right. to become really right. bubblegum. Yeah. And he had the idea, he goes, hey, look, we can sell a million records if right. we keep it like hardcore right. or whatever. And then he also brought out a lot of people who just threw him at the wall and didn't stick, Memphis Bleak and those right. guys. Like uh, most of his guys, Petey Siegel. Well, you know what? They had... They had Singles, yeah, but they had no longevity. Right, right. Okay. So these guys didn't stick because the because all of those dudes. But man, Wu Tang Clan. Nice. I, go back, I hate going back to Wu Tang Clan because I did no, love no. them, so, and they weren't. But I mean, like, uh, how great was like like uh, incarcerate? I, I was gonna say Rayquan's Rayquan's album uh, was as good as any Wu Tang for Wu Tang yeah. album. Uh, of all people, ice like, cream like, holds the, up still. The, 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 Jizz, maybe one of the best rap songs I ever heard is uh, Liquid Swords. Liquid Swords was dope. Unbelievable album. And just that song is just fan- yeah. Shadow Boxing was on yeah. that. Uh, Liquid. Yeah. So uh, Ghostface first, like two or three hours. Yeah. They, they were all like. Uh, Patrice put me on to uh, Ghostface. Put, like, put me on to being like a fan of Ghostface. We were in LA. Uh, this, As a matter of fact, when the story. <laughs> When you, me, Patrice, and Kev were sneakers? out in L.A. <laughs> Kev tried to buy me sneakers? Yeah. No, wait, 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 did he try? But he when, tried. When I, when I was wearing the... The, 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 the Sherbert. Yeah. The Sherbert. 
I remember that you guys. When they said Dean changes the media, he goes he comes to L.A. on the on the plane. He changes into linen and white pants. Yeah, and a creamsicle shirt. Well, this is like this is. I want to say this is like o two o two. So I'm full on. I'm full on on SNL. Kev's like on his first or second deal. Uh, Patrice's starting to get. She's making a little money. Yeah. Money. So we all we're, we're we're bubbling, you know. And I was like, all right, go to L.A. I can wear short sleeves. So I had on. I had on a pair of white linen pants, <laughs> pair of shell top Adidas, and this this tight, uh, this tight collared polo shirt. Uh, but I was in pretty decent shape, and I remember I'm walking down the street, and I cannot stop. And then I turn around, and these three are behind me, <laughs> and Patrice's face, Patrice, all three of y'all actually, they just had this space front stuff like. Teens <laughs> went totally LA. And he came you, you came to LA and this is what you do? What about Brooklyn? What happened? <laughs> Patrice. Oh, man. But you know what's funny? Uh, I do an impression of Patrice in the intro of my podcast, uh, uh, Legion of Skanks. Uh-huh. Uh, when, you know, like Lewis pulled a bunch of clips and, and one of them is me telling the story of that trip. Uh-huh. And I would say what's so funny about it was like, uh, I remember looking at it and I was broke at the time too going out there. I was like the... I was right, there. For, right. I think my first meetings ever. Right, I was right, right. For, like I did had you Mo- just going Montreal, to Montreal? I did, yeah. I did new faces, and I was gonna go. I did okay at new faces. I was right. gonna go have meetings that were gonna go nowhere. I right. kind of knew that, but it was like I'm right. seeing LA do. for the first time. Right. I'm visiting Kev, and um, I remember we go into this mall. We go into a Foot Locker, and yeah, it was uh, uh the Beverly Center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which yeah. I, hilarious. I just went there. I stayed at Ari Shafir's house when I go out there okay. once in a while, and he lives right. I was I went to eat lunch at the Beverly Center this week, right. so it's like. I have such more of a grip on that yeah. town now uh, than I did at the time. But we, uh, we're walking around the mall as a footlocker. And we go on the footlocker. I'm just looking at sneakers. That's all I was looking at. And Kev was making money at this point. Right. Kev was like, I think Kev already been recognized. Because right. from Soul Plane. Soul Plane, right, Soul Plane point, yeah. had just, because I got married, what, 03? So this must have been 04. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Soul Plane came out in, uh, in 04 because they shot. And that makes sense. I started, I did... New Faces, five years in the comedy. I started in 99. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so, 2004. So, 10 years ago, man. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. So, we go... Uh, so, yeah, we're walking around Foot Locker. I'm looking at sneakers, and Kev's like, he goes, you want those sneakers, man? You want them? And I was like, ah, oh, no, dude. I, gotta, <laughs> I was like, I can't afford these, man. He goes, no, I guess I'll get, let me get them for you, man. I'm like, Kev, I... I don't want you. I say it's fine, but he's like, he's like, come on, man, you're out of here. And he's not trying to sun you. He's 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 he's, he's pulling me off to the side, basically, and saying like, you want the sneakers? I'll, right. I'll, I'll get you sneakers if you want. And, but even but I still, he's not trying to do that. Right. Same way, by the way, I said, Kev, I, I tell you when that hurricane, yeah, messed my shit Look up. Out. He and made sure. I, 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 literally, I was avoiding. He had Keith finally get a hold of me mm-hmm. in person. I'm like, stupid. Answer your phone when Kev's calling. Right. He's trying to help you. Right. I'm like. I know, I know I know right. what he's doing. I'm right. trying to avoid. I don't want Kev just throw money at me. Right. Um, but I, I I appreciate it in every way right. what he's trying to do. So he's like, you want to say I'll get sneakers? And I go, uh, no, man. And Patrice just kind of barges over, and he's like, he's like, what's up? I go, nothing, man. He goes, he goes, you getting them? Let's go, man. And I'm like, uh, I go, no, I'm not gonna get them. And Kev's like, come on, man, let me grab them. And Kev just goes, I'm grab, and he grabs them. And starts taking him up to the counter. He yeah, grabs the sneakers. In, that's in the I remember this. Starts taking him up to the counter. You do remember what you said? Yeah, I actually yeah. do. Because I, I wanted to buy a a, a, a leather shirt jacket. 
I just, I just remember I, I wanted to get a leather shirt jacket because we, we were in Hollywood, man. <laughs> we, were, we, were in, we were in Hollywood. We were enjoying like, Hollywood. Making some money. Let's, let's. You know what's funny? We were all comfortable because like, like Kevin's living out there already. Yeah. But me, you, and Patrice, it's kind of nice when you go out there and you have like people you know. We were like rolling together. We yeah. felt, you know, you're a group of four. So we yeah. <laughs> you wanted to get a leather shirt jacket. I wanted a leather shirt jacket, man. But we, uh, so Kevin goes, he goes, I'm going to grab for it. So, so Kevin just starts walking up to the thing. And Patrice starts laughing really hard, making me that laugh. <laughs> that without even saying any other words, he's making me feel like shit. He's like, he's like I go, uh, and and Kev's like, stop, Patrice, come on, man. He's like, what are you doing? And he goes, you gonna let another man <laughs> buy you sneakers? And that's you, and the opening of my podcast when it says like you know with your host Big J Okerson, you hear me go, you gonna let another man? Because I tell that story on the podcast. And I, it made me feel, I was like, Kev, please put them back. <laughs> and Kev just laughing. And we all went out to eat. And it was like, the whole the whole thing was them laughing at me being oh, bullied shit. into letting Kev buy them and then bullied into me refusing them. Oh, shoot. No, no way, yeah. man. There's no, there's no way. Patrice oh. would have not made that. Oh, shoot. I remember Patrice at one point was like, he wanted me to go to Brazil with those guys. They used to oh, all go to Brazil. Yeah, they used to and I'm like, have these hooker runs. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, like, I can't go to Brazil. I go, I can't go. He's like, why? I go, I go, even if I can go, I go, I don't have the money. And Patrice is like, all right. He goes, he goes, I'll, I'll get you out there, but I want you to come. Come out there with us. And I go, Patrice, you can, I can't let you pay for me because that's like the very thing you've made me feel shittiest about in my life right. was that another guy was going to pay for something oh, for me. shoot. Oh, man, that just, oh, that's funny. You going to let, I mean, he was so loud. And I think like, it was, no, we should stop. Uh, it was a, uh, it was so loud, and I remember also like someone famous was there. It was really like like Kev had just bumped into someone like 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 Nelly or something. Oh, no, no, uh, who was it? Like someone was there. Uh, John Singleton. We ran into. I was bought, it John Singleton? I bought a I, the white belt that I still wear. We ran into John Singleton in uh, in Macy's. Someone whoever was new Kev too. Like. <laughs> We did a shopping trip. We just we had hours. We, it was our first day there. No one had anything that yeah, day. Yeah, so we, we were just killing time. time. We ran into we ran into John Singleton. This is funny because this is all. I remember that entire. That was funny. Oh, fun trip. That was a fun. That's that's that's. You, and then you after know, that, after that, it literally was me going to a bunch of meetings. People being like, "I don't familiarize me with you again." Like, uh. right? Which is <laughs> like, always that's the kill. Like you you want to go in those meetings and people like. Uh, you know, yeah, so we just saw you on, you know, at least so they could, oh, that, that bitch Lynn, you do about. Todd Lynn, God rest his soul, man, of, of all things, he said, uh, you know, and, and he and he could be mean, had his meanest, without a doubt. Right. He did say to me, um, and I believe to this day, I will uphold that he was right. Mm -hmm. He goes, uh, you shouldn't be going. You should have said no mm -hmm. when they offered you new faces. And I was like, why? He's like, because you weren't, you ain't ready ain't for ready. it. Yet. Yeah, Todd used to tell and I'm like, uh, and I'm were. like, yeah. And then, by the way, as he's telling me that, it was a time where still I can go in the city and kill, right? And you get like, you know, these huge reactions. I can still go into the black rooms and kill, and I just like, fuck, like, he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about, right? And that's uh, ego. Talking. I went up that was there, ego talking, and I had a manager at the time who goes, maybe wear some slimmer leg jeans and a button down shirt for this, and I did, and I went out there and I had like. Such a... I didn't bomb by any stretch. I didn't even do bad. I did well. But, like, uh, three years after that, Metzger went. Right. And we started comedy at the same time. Right. And Metzger stood out. Right. You know what I mean? Metzger... It, it, you know, he's such a weirdo. I don't know how much it helped him with the industry. Right. But Metzger stood out. 
You know what I mean? Like, it was definitely, I saw him go out there and I was like, oh, right. he's further along. You know, you wish you can go back. When you realize how little of a difference it makes when you get to a certain point, like if I knew that at 15, 16 years in comedy where I am now, that I'd be where I am now, which is not bad. I'm not upset about where I'm at, but if you knew where I would be now, right. I'd almost be like, can I go do new faces this year? <laughs> like, right. Can I go do this? Because right. I'll get a deal. Right. <laughs> like now right. I'll get a deal. But now the problem is like, I go up there, it's like, now, not a problem, I should say, but now, like, they already, the industry already knows me. So it's right, like, right. now I have to bring right. them ideas for shows. Right. But I'd love to go where it's like, we're going to develop something around you, like, going and doing now. But, you know, that's, it's literally a decade later. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's interesting, like, uh, how, and I, and I did get a chance to tell him before he passed that I was like, you know, it's funny, like, of all things you do just to be a dick sometimes, that one I think you were actually right. I probably should have. Right. Right. Not, and Keith Robinson will still uphold. He goes, nah, yeah. you don't turn down Montreal. I go, and maybe it wouldn't have been a bad idea. Right. Turn right. Michael Che yeah. turned down a half-hour special. They yeah. offered it to him again the next year, and he did right. say yes to it that okay. time. Okay. But I mean, like, you know, it, it, there is, and that, that was actually a big Patrice teaching, too, was the power of no, man. Like, say no. Yeah. It's scary, too, yeah. and it's hard, too. But uh, sometimes it, it's the best sometimes, thing. Sometimes you got to say no. We still didn't get into our love of all things 80s, so we got to have to <laughs> back. We dabbled. Uh, we, we dabbled. We we, we did did a lot of uh, Wu-Tang, a lot of hip-hop, which is funny because a lot of people wouldn't know that about you, that you're such a, you just like music. You know, most I'm people, huge music Most fan. people would think, oh, this dude, uh, you know, the earrings in both ears, the tats, you know, all black. Funny, I just went just to see, I just went to rock. see, I just went to see Black Sabbath at, uh, at, they were at Bar they just started first day was at Barclay Center. Really? The other day I went, was I took my little brother, it was great. And then uh I was talking to uh a girl I know who works at the box office? No, it's the, she works at the forty forty club. Oh, but okay. I, we uh, so we got she got us like cool seats to oh, sit and watch cool. the thing. But uh, in talking to her, she was like, Yeah, if you ever want to come to something, let me know. I go, if Barbara Streisand comes back, and I and I was out of town last uh -huh. time, I was like, I, I want to absolutely I'll buy a ticket and and she goes, Oh yeah, absolutely, I'll get you. She goes, Barbara Streisand? I go, yeah, Barbara Streisand. I go, tell me one of the one of the greatest voices ever of our time. I go, I would go watch Air Supply. Yeah. Uh, the next night, I'd go Chicago. watch Method Man and Red right. Man, and I'd go. Have you been to those when Billy Joel was doing uh, that? The garden? Yeah. I, I would. I would. Yeah. I'd like to go, yeah. yeah you know so funny. I've been so hooked up because of uh, going on those metal tours and shit and then just kind of knowing people from Live Nation and everything. Right. I haven't, like, bought a ticket for a show in so long oh, that I'll end up. But the thing is that now, the problem is that when something comes like Billy Joel, it's like I have to hunt down like a hookup for it. I can't go like pay <laughs> pay the money for it for some reason. I'm like, ah, come on. I don't want to sit like some jerk off in the nosebleeds. But so you know what? That's that's the privilege of being in the industry. Oh, once, yeah. Once you've tasted it, you don't you don't want to go back to general pop. You know what the other thing is? You, it's true. You don't Seriously. Want to go, it's true. You don't want to go back to general population. But also what's interesting about that is like, being on tour with those bands. I mean, and they were major. It was Rob Zombie and Korn. Right. They was like major bands. But you realize like how little of give a shit there is about getting backstage and putting people in amazing right. seats. Right. That you're like, there's got to be one person that'll be like, because the thing is like, you'll ask five people who want to make themselves sound important. Like, I'm trying, man, but it's really difficult and blah, blah. And you'll just get a hold of the right person to be like, yeah, there's like 15 empty seats in the right. front row. Like, right. go sit up there. Yeah, it's right. like, they yeah. just don't care. Because like, the reality, at the end of the day, no one really cares, but they want everything to seem like it's dire and right. it's like a big thing. It's right. like, dude, I'm doing you a major hookup here. I used to get like, I mean, roadies have backstage passes stacks this big right. to hand them out to like dumb 
I'd be backstage, I'm telling you, and you were like, you're, you're thinking yeah. you're, like, in inner circle backstage, you're just like four 20-year-old girls walking by, like, hee, 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 like they're right. back, and they have the passes on, they're just some shit, I was like, here, go backstage. Like, right. No one cares, because the reality is, I can't speak on, I've never been backstage to rap shit before, but especially you know, like a corn Rob Zombie where it's like, even though it still appeals to young people and it's still heavy and hard, mm -hmm. um, you are dealing with a bunch of 40-year-old, 40-something-year-old right. guys, essentially. So backstage is not quite, it's not the fuck fest, you know, uh, <laughs> but doing all... doing coke off like, you know, girls' assholes. The thing is, it really is like a bunch of dudes mellowing out, most of them sober. All the fucked up hammer people are the crew and, and stand, but like they aren't really, they have nowhere to go, so they don't, they can't bring people back to go nowhere. Well, backstage like on, is not, it's not exciting. I, yeah, that's, I, I learned that uh, a friend of mine, uh, the dude that um, Al Heyman used to uh, pr promote a lot of concerts, he's now uh, Mayweather's promoter, okay. um, and, and a buddy of mine, Tabidi, uh, was real cool with Heyman, so we used to get, uh, you know, Backstage passes, tickets to like all those all those big concerts back in the days. With I remember one time um, going to I think it was like Run DMC and uh, Run and, and, and like Public Enemy, just a bunch, just a bunch of big name hip hop artists. Tribe called Quest, you know. And, and I'm backstage, but I'm but Tabidi wasn't there. He was I don't know if he was with Heyman or whatever. So I'm just sitting there. I'm like. Out of, out of place, so I finally I wind up in the cafeteria and uh, I think it was Run and Jam Master J sat down behind me in like a basketball game. It's like during March Madness, so a basketball game is on. I'm sitting there in my mind. I'm like, oh, that's that's uh, they they're behind me. What do I say? It's running and and. And but I'm New York, so I'm like I don't want them thinking I'm sweating them. You know, that's that's male egos. So I was like, I ain't, I ain't all on you. I ain't no fan. I ain't no groupie. But I wanted to let them know much respect. So I turned around. I think I said, Hey, man, I love what y'all do. Much respect. And, and they stopped their conversation. Run was like, Oh, thanks, man. And 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 they went back to their convo. I was like, All right, that wasn't as bad as I thought it was. But that was the moment I that was one of the moments that made me say backstage is all a facade. But then uh, when when Def Comedy Jam first uh, toured, I went to, I paid for a first tour and then this was up in Rochester. I had ushered a couple of shows at the, uh, at the auditorium uh, theater, I think. So it was like, maybe like their, their it was the equivalent uh, to their beacon. Mm -hmm. So I go... I'm ushering, and then I realized I was like, security stinks. Anybody could get in. So when the set, the first tour was Bernie Mac hosted, Bill Bellamy opened, Adele Gibbons, and then Reggie McFadden. It was a dope show. Everybody killed. Um, the second tour, I think uh, Ham, no, no, uh, Reggie McFadden hosted, and then it was more like an all star. There was this dude named Chris Charles that wore all black and had the Black Kangle on, uh, 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 Angela Means, Chris Tucker, Hamburger. Um, uh, well, he lost his mind. Yeah, Reggie has gold, gold mines in the household. So <laughs> I just, that was so real. You said, what happened, what happened to Reggie? Because Reggie was a, one of the funniest dudes we all knew. So then uh, I remember I went to the concert. I, I, not only did I just walk in, I drove to the backstage entrance with with just I said I'm 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 getting in. 
So I just drove back. It's confidence. Yeah. With confidence. Sometimes confidence gets you in. I drove back, and I and I, I don't even know if I said anything. I was like, I just, like, looked at dude at the point, and I was like, yeah, backstage. He was like, oh, okay. Drove in, walked up to the backstage entrance, and just, I remember sort of meandering Every I, I I'm like you're now now what you if know you get fake sociopathic behavior you can do anything in the world it's it, it's it's the same idea that makes for good criminals not necessarily good because I know a guy who's in and out of jail all the time uh, but I've watched him still like, I you know unwitting accomplice that I didn't uh, know I was like hey can you give me right over to this thing with my buddy's brother right give me right over to this like music store and I'm like yeah sure and before you know I mean like he's grabbing like stuff and he just puts it in his back pocket and just keeps shopping around the store and then eventually he walks out says goodbye to the people that work there I, and you're just like see me I'd be like looking at him a bunch of times everyone eventually he doesn't even do it he's looking at his strings he puts one in his pocket and then puts another one yeah, in his pocket yeah. and walks out and goes hey we'll see you guys later man I, you know I come in here all the time it's good to, uh, my name's my name's so and so dude I come here all the time and I'm like holy shit dude but uh you're right about that but but it's funny you said the thing about run DMC and like not uh Hold on, but I, I, I. Not only did I get backstage, I had, I didn't know any of them. Mm-hmm. I, I just wound up having, having conversations. I just, I saw. Were you doing Hamburg- comedy already? Yeah, yeah. I was okay. about like nine months in at okay. that point. So I just, I see Hamburger holding court with Chris Tucker and a couple other people. I'll, I'll never forget. He was like, "Yeah, but you know, people are always talking about their town." Uh, like, yeah, you know, but, uh, like, he was like, every town is the same. Rochester's the same as Kansas City is the same as St. Louis. You know, every small town is a B town. It's the same. And, and I was sitting, I was looking like, yeah, it is. It's the same. And then like Angela Means, she's eating like chicken fingers out of one of the tins in the bag. And I think I said something to her. I was like, oh, I just spoke to Angela Means. I saw her on a Def Comedy Jam. I was somebody. Lingered by the side of this. Nobody questioned. Nobody said, "Dude, who are you with?" I was like, "Oh man, comic," and and that was it. Isn't it amazing how unimportant? Like you realize they probably thought about themselves at the time, even though too they were like, when someone's like, uh, "But you probably get it yourself." I get it. Right. So someone's like, "Oh man, I'm out here." Uh, whatever. It's like I'm smoking weed with Big J Ogerson. You're like, "All right." It's like, <laughs> dude, it's like why? It's like. But you know, because the you realize the, if I don't do seven spots a night next weekend, then I'm gonna have money issues. <laughs> like, but that's the the, the, like, the luster that going back to the, the the average person. I remember after Todd, Todd was on Comic View every year. It seemed like he had to do Comic View at least six, seven Someone times. A picture, by the way, we have to find this. They have a screenshot. It's Seamus, the comic shop, has a screenshot of it, but. Uh-huh. I don't. Apparently, William pulled the video down. Uh-huh. Have you ever seen William on Def Comedy Jam? William, William Stevenson. Who? Oh yes. Oh yes. Uh, yes. He's dressed like he's dressed like Left Eye oh, Lopez. Yes. He, yeah. <laughs> oh, too. Is uh, and he he uh, Zoom it was weird pants. seeing. Yeah, he has those those hammer pants. Yeah, hammer pants. Yeah. yeah well, him being on that show, you're like, why? Because he's not. He wasn't not Def Jam. Yeah. It just Will, 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 Stevenson was never young. Ever. He was never even ever. when he was young, he was still old, you know. Crazy. So that's real weird. So um uh damn, what was I saying? Uh um being uh, back there. Yeah, being back there, the, the oh, the lust of the average person seeing like I remember Todd used to say, he was like, Man, my my family keep bugging me about some money. I'm like, that's cause I said, that's cause uh cause you're working comic. He was like, Nah, it's because they don't see me on Comic View every night, so they think I'm making money. I'm, they think I'm rich. People see you on TV, 
and automatically have assumptions about who you are, how you live, and what you what you earn. Just TV. Just being on TV. Just at being on all. TV. I, I've had people say, like, why don't you fly me out, man? You're on TV all the time. I go, yeah, maybe it's like, you know, right. if you do a commercial and it doesn't air and you just get a session fee, you've done, you're on TV for 300 bucks. Right. Like, yeah. I've done say, Pete did these bad boys of comedy. Right. They paid you in clothes and, right? right? Didn't they give y'all clothes, and, clothes yeah. and 300 bucks? Yeah. It was horrible. Yeah. So I'm saying, like, these things aren't like uh, necessarily money makers. They don't know that, but again, the scene behind that curtain is uh, is is fun sometimes too. When I remember uh, on tour with Corn, uh -huh. like those those evening moments, right, right. Um, are are things where it's like we all got to get out of that fucking bus right. at the Canadian border, right. So it's five in the morning, <laughs> and I'm seeing uh you know I'm bullshit with the lead singer, and we're both in like pajamas, smoking right. a cigarette, cold. Right. He's telling me about like you know the only border that's worse than Canada was Russia. He's been doing all these things. He's been and it's like the evening moments. Which is great because that's what made those things really cool to me. Yeah. I remember our first one. I think this is a pretty cool story because it was such a real moment. But like he would like uh, come bum cigarettes for me, the lead singer, for oh, really? Jonathan Davis. Like Harris Thin. Like, yeah. <laughs> but that was because you know, the thing was, he, as the lead singer, you know, you don't want to buy a pack, but like at the end of the night, he would smoke cigarettes. So, yeah, and we'd both. So that's how, but it was great because that was how we, you know, that's how you bond. And, and then they ended up watch. watching my set like uh, oh, okay. at Prince's Club in, uh, in Minneapolis. Like the and then they were like, oh, like you're you're part of the tour. Like they they were they were into it, they were mm -hmm. cool. especially him, especially the lead singer and the drummer. Well, that's, that's and the guitarist actually. The, the bass players, the only one just not that friendly of a guy, but the rest <laughs> but the rest of them were all really cool. But but particularly, I got along with the lead singer. Oh, okay, what's um, his name? Jonathan Davis. Okay, Davis. With yeah. the dreads, yeah, well, they yeah. all have dreads now. But like, but um, I'd bullshit with him at night, and then one time uh, we were in a. I always remember because it was just such a cool thing. It was like Oklahoma or something, and mm -hmm. we stayed. On that tour, I did Mayhem Fest too, which is a big festival tour. So you, you, you when the you, show's over, you're on the bus and you take off. Go to and I'm on a bus town. with 12 people. It's, it's worth 11 other people. Right. And you go to the next town and they're up building things in the morning. And I get up and kind of mull around, do my three things during the right. day and, and get over. But the the tour with just corn, the small mm -hmm. venues tour, we did like Roseland Ballroom, like those okay. sort of places. Okay. When we did those things, it was uh, the next city might only be three hours, four hours away. So they would stay in town wherever we were till like five in the morning, the buses. But no one really ventured far from the buses. Right, right. So there would be people hanging out, you know, chicks, whatever. People after the show would hang out mm -hmm. by the buses. And I was with the opening band, so those guys were much more into like, you know, bring on the pussy and mm -hmm. booze and shit. And right. I guess they were all doing, I'm not a drugs guy, but they were all doing drugs and right. shit. Having fun, you know. Uh, but it was one of those towns. So it's like four in the morning, I came off the bus to smoke a cigarette. We haven't left yet, and, and he wanders off his bus and comes over and bums a cigarette. And I was like, hey, where'd you go tonight after the show? You just kind of vanished, man. Was, right. Everyone was hanging out. I didn't see it at all. He's like, I was working on music in the uh, oh, okay. on the bus. And I was like, oh, wow. I go, how do you work just like on your laptop? He was like, no, I get a bus. They put a uh, like a little home studio in it. Oh, wow. So I can record. That's before he made, like, he's a music guy. Right. Jonathan Davis, like, loves music. So he's very big. He said, to, he told me in a conversation, like, his biggest moment to him, you could watch it. They're, they were the first, not not the only now, because Metallica just did it. Mm. I think a few bands have. They were the first rock band, metal band ever to play the Apollo. Oh, wow. And we did the Apollo. The, you can watch the whole video. It was on uh, YouTube. Uh -huh. uh, he came out with the bagpipe team. They did uh -huh. the thing with the bagpipes, and they, and they killed it. He goes, my greatest moment ever in music, I would say, he goes, when I came off stage that uh, after that show, just like sweating and like, I hope that went well. You know, we're at the Apollo in Harlem. You know, we're we're a, we're a metal band. 
He goes, Nas and Busta Rhymes were side stage and they were like, yo, that oh, was word? like song. And he goes, that was the biggest kid. Yeah, they did a video years yeah, ago. Remember yeah, they yeah. put all the rappers, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Snoop Dogg played like yeah. the guitar player. They did all that shit. But um, he goes, I was working on music on the bus line. I go, oh, wow, that's cool. He goes, yeah, we're getting ready to do a thing. I, I want to try to incorporate like some of that electronic music into our thing. They, they released an album with Skrillex. Oh, dig it. Uh, like a year ago or so. And uh, I was like, oh, really cool. He goes, he goes, yeah, you want to hear? I was like, yeah. So he brings me on his bus. Uh -huh. It's like the second week on tour with them. So I'm still like pretty starstruck. Right. But I'm trying to be cool. Right. And we go on and he, and he plays it and he's kind of like singing along with it. And I feel him like digging it and like he's sober. So I'm drinking like a little Gatorade like on his thing. And I guess when it was over, the song was over, uh, I don't know what reaction he was looking for, but I wasn't giving. I was just kind of, I think I was still just kind of like, just like staring. He's like, Hey, you didn't like it, man? I was like, no, I think it was really cool, man. Like, why? He's like, he's like, oh, your face just looks like you didn't dig it. And I was like, no, man. I said, I'll just be upfront with you. I go, I've just paid like $100 a ticket to see you before. And now I go, I don't right. want to be come off weird at all because I'm not. Right. I was like, I get it. We're buddying up and everything. Right. I go, but just like, I just got to drink it in for a second. I go, right. no, it was a great song. <laughs> I was like, I'm just being as honest as possible. I go, right. this is pretty weird. How did he react to I, you? Be he thought it was yeah. cool. Yeah, I was, I, was like, I was like, this is just like a weird moment. I, right. I, was like, I never, surreal. Uh, my buddy, when I went into my buddy's house, I remember when I was uh, 18 or 19, one of my friends was the first one to get his own apartment mm. as a black dude. who was a rapper, actually. Mm. Well, he, he, he did, a, he was good. But um, I went to his apartment and he had a, po a corn poster up on the okay. wall and I was remember being like I'm like oh you're in that band I never heard of that he goes, he goes yeah man they're like really and we started listening and I said and then I dug them and then subsequently went to like paid to see them 10 times before I ever went on tour with them you know what I mean like saw them a bunch of times so I was like so this is like a cool thing you know right and beyond that I mean like that tour was like five more weeks and then I went on a mayhem, on a mayhem fest they were like they, yeah, they invited yeah. me into their inner circle like I was basically on tour even though I was on Mayhem Fest the whole tour, I was on tour with Corn. I mean, like, I, How long I hung out there, Fest? but that was another five weeks. Well, that was a nice stretch. Oh, when they come around now, they let me know when they're coming. Oh, and I go, I go to their tour. I go to their concert every time. Oh, separated from the Oh, um. Oh, separated from you mean in what regard? They just don't give a shit. Like, Who? Like the comics don't care. Well, we were saying you gotta that, be like, surprised. You know, I can't speak for all of them, but the one, especially Jonathan Davis, who I spoke to, uh -huh. and the opening band, uh -huh. uh, Support Act, it was called uh -huh. Two Cents. They're, they they split up now, but I mean, I was just in L.A. and three of those guys came out to the uh, comedy store, and then they yeah. came back to Ari's place, and we hung out. Those guys and. and it's funny to say they separate because I think it's quite the opposite. I think there's such an equal respect. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to remember. What it, I'm, what, there's what an equal respect in some weird way because... There's always, well, there's always respect. Well what, it, well, what it is is because both of them have something the other one covets. What we are so impressed by is, and maybe not this happening because it means you probably don't write enough if you're a comic and this happens, mm -hmm. but we are in such awe... And we get it. You feel it. It's why people get angry at Dane Cook because you see them announce Dane Cook and he comes through Madison Square Garden through the audience and people are like all over Touching him. him and, and they just can't, they just want to get a, a, a right. touch. Right. Of his own. And, and that, and then, and then, uh, so we, we uh, were like, fuck that guy because he got that. Because what we want is like, when I watch Corn specifically, you know, come out on stage and just some lyrics that I know this guy could have wrote while he was taking a shit one day. And you look out at 75,000 people and they're chanting it back to you. Like, right. we we have a hard time understanding that kind of adoration and love and we envy that. That's the rock star envy. 
What the rock stars, and this is from conversation with them, yeah. what they envy so much is going out there and sitting on a stool and no crutch, no guitar, right. Right. no guys to look to, no production, a microphone, no and overhead, no. even Mike on tech. We have no, 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 Kevin Hart. We have no, we have no, we have no tech overhead. Right. They were saying, like, what do you need? Do you need any kind of like stage? I go, stool on a mic, man. Mike That's it. Mouth, man. And then, Mike Mouth. Mind. Yeah, and so to go out there, like they're so impressed with it's like, wow, you moved that same crowd that we're gonna move later with all this with production all this. money. He goes, and you you got them all to yeah. focus in on you, and that impresses them. Yeah, and that's, that, and, that, and, that and, and, and 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 they're they're as equally in all of that yeah. as we are of like, wow, look at this place is going fucking bananas. Walls are shaking yeah. for these people. Well, that's that's uh, Jay, I remember Jay Moore said that in that. Patrice's last interview, he um he he was talking to Patrice about uh I don't know like going having meetings or meeting celebrities and and more more put it best he was like man he was like you don't realize we're we're unicorns people can't understand how we exist and how we do what we do you know so that's that's uh that befuddled and amazing amazes uh people so you know. I really did think it was neat when they told me that. That's so why I was like, because like there is like a, there is a weird equal respect. Like, yeah, yeah. They are impressed with the fact because they couldn't fucking picture that. They couldn't picture just going out there. The unicorn having no, having no, there's no, having no. It's like there's nothing you can look around at and be like. And then what's funny is like also, and this is nothing I talked to anyone about. This is what I noticed myself is like what the intrinsic difference between music and comedy is. Uh, music, the best of it sometimes. Uh, performance-wise, even like you said with Method Man, mm -hmm. seeing Method Man run up and, and jump on that chair and do a right. thing, it's right. a little bit of it is posturing. To me, some of my mm -hmm. best moments in concert are thinking about Marilyn Manson's got his foot up on the amp uh -huh. and he's leaning over and just like doing like, you know, as he's singing the song, like putting like the fingers or a gun up in the air and like, right. you know, shooting the fake gun at the right time right. of the song. <laughs> and whatever, all that posturing where it's like, and that can make for the best performers uh, in music is like the you know the showmanship. Yeah. The guy goes out there and really does something. That's why rap sometimes is really hard to watch live. Because there's it's, no it's showmanship. Not, yeah, there's there's a there's uh, a lack of the uh, best the best rap. I've been to a bunch of rap concerts, man, and I'd say ninety nine percent of them were terrible. Mm -hmm. The best one I've ever seen, LL Cool J. Guy does a show. He does a show. He comes out of the stage. There's people that the druids are circling around. He right. comes up out of the stage. Right. The druids take all the things. Hot chicks right. and bikini, and they're all right. like dancing right. and the giant radio. That's, that's it's a show. That's that's throwback to to what people call the sort of golden era of hip hop. You had to you even before the golden era, like like when uh, Grandmaster Kaz and, and, and crew. They you had routines. So like uh the, when you hear uh Karis say, uh, the name of this routine is called Live Union Square. Square, square. Ooh, like the, they they there was showmanship. You had to be able to put on a, a show. I remember in uh because I love Karis and I remember um I about to, uh, some of the in, uh, Breath songs. Control True, where he Breath Control Two, he was like, uh, they want dancers. They want lightings. They want effects to make them look exciting, you know. And I was like, "Yeah, but if you if you got the skills to control the crowd, if you're an MC, a uh, 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 master of ceremonies, and you nice with it, you should be able to rock the crowd just 
with your with your mouth and what whatever like Slick Rick and Dougie Fresh. I remember seeing them. Uh, uh, I was at, like the Fresh Fest, and they did the show, and the song was hype. But just their their interplay going yeah. back and forth. Jay Z's become a better uh, uh, performer. Because he he's still not he's still not spectacular. You know what's interesting about but that? But he's a lot better because he 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 does more. When I would go to Kev, uh-huh. when I would go to Kev, see the same thing here is like like Rob Zombie is a uh, technically horrible performer musically. Like right. he, he he sings his songs horrible. Right. But he makes sure he knows at some point the monster is going to come out. Right. You know, the big-headed, like the alien monster comes out. Right. He's going to come out. I think the he puts together, he's a director, you know, and like a hard director. He puts together the screen show that goes with it. So right. when the drum solo is happening, it's just like, you know, Nosferatu is just doing right. all these like, crazy <laughs> things. Right. And so cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like right. He knows how to build a show around it. That's um, what you have to do. Versus like a band, like, like, like Korn actually isn't a big show. Like they rely, like his energy. Right. The least thing, if you watch any of their live right. stuff, like, right. That dude, well, I'm impressed with him, uh, John Davis. Like, like he Artie sings Fuqua. the so- Well, no, it's the fact that he sings those songs every night. Like he still enjoys singing them, and there's still right. songs he loves. Like they mean something to him. They perform, or some guys just phone it in. You know, which, I mean? guys- which says a lot about uh, you know and the longevity of the band. band also, that they, have they, to- they celebrated their twenty, their twenty one years now. Dig it, dig it. But that's that says a lot about. Uh, you always gotta enjoy what you do, man. You know, because uh, to me, like I just uh, I was at the Hartford Improv and or I'm sorry, the Hartford Funny Bone uh, recently, and my favorite. I, I was talking to the feature every night. I was like, man, I'm. The, he was like, yo, great set. I was like, eh. I was like, I'm doing what I can, but I'm not. I'm not. You. I'm not feeling it. Mm-hmm. And then, and some of that was we were saying, you know. Um, they're not sure if it's because because there's a big difference between a host that engages the crowd versus a which everyone pretty much does in New York City, and so we're spoiled because hosting is a, is an art form. Versus you go on the road, a guy goes there and just starts doing jokes. Oh, dude, I can't. I because his can't, set. I can't stand the the two things. I can't stand a host doing. Number one is when when someone comes on as a host, and you know the club. It's not really their fault because the club hires a local dude so they don't have to pay him. Mm-hmm. And he's like just thrust into this position. He's like, I'm just working on my type 15. So he goes on. Or you get the older guy who feels like he's better than it and he's kind of shitty with you. Right. I get that a lot. Right. I get the right. younger than me feature or, or who's like shitty. Oh, yeah. No. Um, I, I I usually will get like guys that um, will show, show their respect. Because I, I know after my first show, if you had doubts, you're like, oh, okay, dude, oh, no. who goes in? I can say that. They, 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 yeah. they, but when I first get there, they let you know. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's, it's at Revel Casino last week, and the guy's like, uh, he's like, yeah, I'd look, yeah, I never heard of you before, but uh, you know, I've been doing a long time. It's so weird. It's like, who says that? It's, what but, he goes, what, but, what's your name again? He goes, Headliner, right. motherfucker. Right, right. Did you say that? <laughs> guy, you're, yeah, like, you're opening for me. <laughs> so I don't know. Like, look it up. That was so, when, 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 the, when, the, when the host goes on, <laughs> and like, give it up for host whoever. And then he's like, yeah, man, so, uh, yeah, it's a weird day. Like, my mom. And you're like, you're not going to say thanks to A. Hartford to interact. Like, engage them because now, after he gets off stage, and this is the second thing that bugs me, when the host says, uh, all right, man, well, that's my time. I'm like, why are you separating yourself from the show? You're st- you still have to go up for the rest of the night. You are the conduit that will continue the energy. What's so funny, too, uh, when I host, if I host a cell or something like that, like, my, the thing, like, 
I always go, I was like, I do my thing, and then I go, you ready to get the show started? It's my mind right. where I'm almost like, almost it's like, it's like, this is about me, it's like, I'm, I'm hosting, I'm right. presenting the show. It's oh, you're like, ready to keep it moving, but you, you're part of the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, So don't, no, don't separate, yeah. Like, like, you're, you're hosting, you're not doing right. a set. It's a right, It's a different art. Definitely, definitely, definitely. It's different um, art. As I said before, talking about being spoiled, man, like, I'm almost just bummed out any show I do where Artie Fuqua isn't hosting. Uh, I love yeah. Artie. Artie Artie's a great host. Man. I... Artie is a great... He stays in the room. I mean, he's the reason I have new material at all because he right. stays in the room and whenever there's like a down point, I try to go off the cuff so much. Right. There'll be a down point and I just go, Artie, who do you hate in here? Who do you love? Uh -huh. He's just right over... He's just great. He walks over and right in their faces. He goes, this dude's on a second date with this girl, but I don't <laughs> think he's going to get none tonight. And this one over here is some, some, but I think she doesn't like Asian dudes, right. even though I got like... So, and you're just like... And you're like, all right, that's enough stuff. And then he just stands in the corner, right. and we bounce off each other. And right, it's like, that's right. great, man. It right. really is like something else. Right, like, man. and then be spoiled. And then you, you get on the road, and some guy who's just like, he's pissed. He's like, that's the wild man. Do you ever get the ride? The, the, Do you ever get the ride from the? Uh, you ever have the uh, one of the comics pick you up from the airport? That type of shit. Uh, and then give you the whole rap of why he decided to be forty, but never moved to New York or L.A. And you're just like, <laughs> man, please stop. Like, I don't. <laughs> Be a cool dude, man. Yeah, that's, all I care that's about. where we're in this Be together, guy, man. Let's man. just let's make it through this weekend. You don't have to tell me, ah, you know, because that's the thing. The, the guy at, at Revel, the thing about him, he came with such a, like, ah, you know me. I just took the route. I'm out in Long Island because you know I. He goes, I just, I you know I had a kid, and so so I go, I have a kid in Long Island. So it's like, what? Right. The, your excuses are just ridiculous. It's like I don't know, dude. Like, do it or don't do it, or resign yourself to the idea, right? That you're like, you're a I, reservist. I got a day job and I got you're a reservist. I, I'm a hobby. You're, you're a weekend warrior, sure. you know. But be that, and there's care. nothing wrong with that. There's because guess what? Those casino gigs need those guys. <laughs> like specifically, that was literally one of the worst gigs I've ever done. Really, Rebel Casino. This is in Atlantic City. I, I I wonder if this is the casino I'm doing. Probably. Somebody somebody just hit me on. Uh, Probably. Geez, one of the things they were like, yeah, we saw your face on. Uh, on a big uh, billboard in Atlantic City. In Probably Rebel. That's the one doing all the It's things. Thursday nights? Yes. <laughs> That's next Thursday. You, uh, you you could do well. I don't mind saying. I, I mean, I, I, I couldn't guess. Know. I couldn't guess it'll be like that all the time, but my uh, my host, who's a sweet kid, man. What's I, his I, name? I, the host? He won't be doing it. Oh, okay. It's, uh, uh, oh, well, you don't. Yeah, I, was, yeah. I don't want to put him back. Because right. he, 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 he uh, did spots on my shows in Buffalo. Okay. I was Buffalo Helium. He did great. Never done Helium. Um, he didn't connect, I guess, with this audience. So it was yeah. like that, that guy who was like, I don't even know who you are. Right. Guy went out there and did like, uh, he was pretty hacky. So he did okay. You know, it's funny. Did, before uh, you said was he happy. was hacky, I guessed. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was, well, the thing was though, I was actually like happy though. Right. Okay. Because, because he did get them like laughing. Okay. But three times, and again, like I said, I'm high, much more offensive than you are. So might have something to do. So you might be okay there. But mm -hmm. I've heard every, one who's done it so far has told me, he goes, uh, she's like, they're just like, they stare at you. She's like, casino people. You know yeah. What I mean? But uh, they're staring at me and I'm being dirty. So I'm also getting them staring and being a little like, oh God. But, <laughs> just, but I, uh, three times I had to have the conversation with them. I go, people, am I blowing your mind? Because we watched human beings jump out of buildings so they wouldn't burn alive uh, 10 years ago or, you know, whatever, right. like 13 years ago. I go, and me doing like, that I've seen horse pornography is making you really have to run out of the room. Right. I mean, like, grow up. Right. Like, there's there's actual big things in the world to to, sh to shriek right. at. Right. There's a missing plane. 
with, <laughs> I mean, with like, hundreds of people. You know like, like, and, and like that's not making you like hard, so much. You can do a comedy show that me doing it, you know, right. a jerking off joke is like really, it's like, it's freaking you out. Right. Yeah. When you see some people's reaction, they really get like, uh, it's like, <laughs> ladies, like, what am I saying? It's blowing your mind. Like, this can't. Uh, this can't be life altering for you because it's nothing to me. Right. Like right. it's it's simply words. I'm saying like I'm not attacking anyone. I'm not forcing anybody to do anything. Like. <laughs> All right. Well. On that note, three man, episodes. We, I know. <laughs> right. We 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 uh we we got two out of this one uh, that they'll possibly. That, possibly. Um. Yo, man, Jay, you have anything coming up that people should know about? Uh, no. Well, what's the name of your, <laughs> Just, your Yeah, check out my podcast, uh, Legion of Skanks. I do it with Louis J. Gomez and Dave Smith. We're on Cave Comedy Radio and iTunes. And, uh, yeah, check that out. I'm on Facebook and Twitter and all that. I don't even think anybody uses Facebook anymore. <laughs> Nah, I'm on Twitter. People, people still. I, I, I still have people where I, when I, I mentioned tweeting at guy code. When, I'm, when I mentioned Twitter or Instagram, people now get to the point where they're like they they choose. There's something like God. I don't I don't do those. I'm just on Facebook. I'm like really you, you you're gonna be the condescending. I only I only use this type of social media, but not that one. It's, it's all the same. I'll tell you what'll make you freak out about Facebook though. Is again because you said it happened all. Like, I remember. By the way, I remember getting a cell phone that didn't cost $800 a month yeah. and being like, what a big deal. Right. To having someone go to me, it's like, uh, man, like old people use Facebook now. Like all the young yeah. people. That's exactly what like, like, yeah. There's old, there's people considered old people using Facebook. Yeah. Like I thought Facebook was relatively new in its own regard, but yeah. people was like, that's ah, all everyone's. Instagram now. That's actually or, true, too. It's, it's usually uh, middle, I'd say probably like 35 and up is Facebook. You know what it is? Uh, it's people trying to go back and fuck their high school sweethearts. Right. That's what it is. Right. Not, that right. is, that's, I bet yeah. you, 70 to 80% of the Yeah, yeah, Facebook. yeah. That's true. I believe it. And uh, Instagram and Twitter and what are the others? Uh, Four, what's Foursquare Four and, and uh, Tinder, Pinterest, all, all those Tinder's things. Tinder's like meet up and fuck site. Oh, okay, okay. Like all, all I just think. all of those things. That there's always a new one. There's a new, oh, yeah. new one that makes the the younger cats. Like by the time our kids are older, they're gonna look at Twitter. Isn't it amazing how shitty they get to it? I remember like Vine. Vine. Like, why don't you have Vine, dude? You have to have Vine. You make these six second videos and people love it. It's great. They're great Vine. And then I was like, uh, I remember telling uh, Louis Gomez, Louis Gomez, I was like. Oh, buddy, it's like, so I, I got the Vine thing now, so I'll, I'll, at some point I'm going to end up trying to make one of these little six-second videos. Mm -hmm. He goes, dude, nobody uses Vine. <laughs> oh, he, goes, he, goes, he goes, Instagram video now does like a uh, thing. And then, and, and then, yeah, 17 seconds, something like that. And it's like, and the thing is like, once another one, like once Twitter like streamlines everything they do, you won't need any of those. So those externals make all their money right away. Mm -hmm. Like you can link your Instagram video to right. uh, think, but then once like Twitter itself will just make okay, we're making twenty-one second videos, right? And it's like everyone will just use the one from right. Twitter, right. but but then they, but I don't even mind that switch. That's the market, you know. What I mean, like yeah. market side. But what's funny about it is like the market tends to do this. It's like oh man, I'm all about Vine, right? And then a month later, it's like hey, Instagram makes to make fifteen seconds videos. He goes, hey, what's up with Vine? It's like fuck Vine, right? You use Vine, you right. fucking weirdo. It's like is it that big of a deal? Like right. I, I I have a yeah. longer attention span. Don't I didn't say I have like children in a basement somewhere. <laughs> I, I'm using Vine. 
Yo, man, hey, this 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 was fun, man. Jay, good looking out. I'm glad you came. And we still we still will have you come back because we we still haven't uh talked about Show Kasugi uh and Golden Globus productions and and all things 80s movies. And uh I was watching something recently I thought about you because you were the only one that would cast a reference. Ah, what was I watching? Oh, I was watching Ferris Bueller's Day Off. The other day, I was just watching Ferris Bueller's Day Off the other day, and I automatically thought of thought of like the Bueller Bueller. There was a line. Uh, 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 I don't even remember. Um, it doesn't matter because there's so many. Oh, War Games. Oh yeah. War Games was on the day before when I was at Harvard. War Games is on, and when he said he couldn't do any worse than you could, John, <laughs> and I was like. I say that and nobody else would get that except for Jay and maybe Dave Smith. Uh, <laughs> so we definitely will. We'll, we'll, Dan Soder, Dan Soder. Uh, Soder, Soder Soder's too. all references. Soder's references. So we'll definitely have you all. Man, make sure make sure you check out the the, le- the uh, Legion of Skanks, man, and Jay's podcast. And, uh, yeah, and do it again, too. I, I, I want to come do, do it again. We do it at Cave, at Cave Comedy. Uh, at the Creek in the Cave in Long Island. Oh, City. okay, bet. We have a live studio there. We have audience sit in with us. Oh, really? They sit around us. Yeah, it's oh, great. That's dope. It's great that's vibe. That's sounds, sounds dope. They all just laugh at the well, shit. I'm, 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 I'm in there, man. What, what day do y'all yes, do? Yeah, we do Tuesdays. Tuesdays? Tuesday nights? We, last night we did a drinking game, Never Have I Ever. You know, uh, Never Have no. I Ever. You like, uh, Never Have I Ever, you know, bang the tranny. And uh, never has had the drink. And teaser... One of us drank. <laughs> one of us had to. One of us had to do a shot. Never have I banged a tranny. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you know what episode that's going to be? Uh, it's the next one coming out on Monday. Okay, so yeah, it's uh, so you'll yeah, probably be. Past it came out. Part. It already came out, but yeah. y'all check out Legion you know, of Skanks, uh, it's, man. Uh, because I had fun when I did Let me tell you a couple. Let me tell you a couple. I'll tell you another question that someone asked that someone had to drink on. I won't say who, and I won't say who asked the questions, but have you ever uh, gone down on your cousin? Oh, gosh. Okay. Yeah. Woo! So listen. So listen. <laughs> so, you know, subscribe. So subscribe, <laughs> like, comment. Um, this is the Father Bucket Protocol. It's your man, Dean Edwards, man. Check us out. We drop a new eps every Monday. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at I am Dean Edwards. Uh, check us out on all things comedy. Subscribe, like, comment, and uh, keep keep an eye out because I'll be in your town uh, somewhere soon, man. Jay, thanks for coming out. Big Mike still in the building, rocking the soundboards. We'll catch y'all next Monday, man. Two fingers, peace. <laughs>